Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Personality First, Dan Technology. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming and joining me today and listening to this episode of Personality First, Dan Tech. As a podcast newbie, I am well aware of the many other shows you could have been listening to. Hopefully, what I share with you today will not only resonate with you, but also will help you on this journey as we share these strategies to help others escape their unnecessary agony. And if this episode did help you today, then be sure to share it with someone else you know will need it. Our mission will only be achieved when we share with others what has helped us. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how to build our tribe of educators and even sub-tribe that is built to last. It's hard for me to share over audio, so if this is something your colleagues need, then be sure to look out for an opportunity to get a free PDF of tech integration do's and don'ts, which will be announced in one of our episodes. I want to help you apply these three secrets of technology integration to step into your role as a leader to help me end the endless suffering of classroom educators not feeling comfortable with technology or feeling overwhelmed and lost. Thanks again for running, for tuning in, and I'll see you in the trenches, my friend. Happy Friday. I want to go ahead and wrap up this week and saying that there are benefits to submitting to the process and letting go. After I record the content, the message yesterday about submitting and letting go, because I was having such a trouble to completing one of my tasks for the day because, you know, details and I or learning to get along because I'm saying it that way because I won't have room to express the fact that it's a challenge for me, you know, and also make room for it to change because as you know, life and death is in the power of the tongue. And it's not just a religious Christian mumbo jumbo. If you look at all doctrine, all they'll consistently have in common is the fact that what you say out of your mouth come to pass. You know, what you say about yourself, especially what you say to yourself, about yourself, you know, it it, it comes to pass. And I've heard a long time ago, people said, how come when I wish for a million dollars, that doesn't come true? People never say, hey, don't say that or ask for a million. But the minute I say something, oh, I'm going to break a leg and people say, oh, don't say that, you know, it might happen. So, but it's both true. Both can happen. If you continue to believe and say, I'm going to earn a million dollars and I'm going to do it, I'm going to be a millionaire, that happens too. But if you consistently say, I'm broke, I'm poor, I would never have any money, that happens too. So I don't think it's haphazardly where those things happen. It's what you say become your action and you say it long enough, it become part of your thoughts and thought part of your personality, part of your 
routine and pattern. And lately, because I'm a personality junkie, I've read different books, you know, from archetypes to Enneagram to the Zodiac to the Asian um, animal to color to numbers to um, there's one I'm forgetting. I know I'm forgetting one of them. But if you know it, I've read that one too. The reason I'm saying it, I did it for me. I, God still is the person, the, the, have the, my head. He, he is the creator of the universe. His Christ is what claim, who you claim, what name you put to your God, that's definitely on you. I'm saying all of this. There are benefits to submitting to the process. So, and when you let go, one, you have, you could take a breath. <laughs> that's the basic, basic, the minimum amount of benefit. You could breathe. You could drop yourself on the ground, take a, you know, break and relax for a moment, you know, and you could have time to shut your eyes and open it back up later, just in case if you're tired, physically tired, you could get some food, you know, you could have a different look, a different perspective. So all of those are benefits and the challenges you're still afraid that it's going to fall off if you let go. If you, you may not have enough energy to pick it back up, those are the challenges, or you may not be in the mood or, you know, or you just want to quit altogether. You, you just never get back in the moods. But all of those, like I said, is benefit and challenges of submitting to the process. But coming back to why I study all the different personality is to recognize patterns in my behavior. I did it to seek to understand my patterns of behavior, where they come from, what are the rooted in, you know, are they rooting in behaviors from the past? Of course, you know, that's always the key. You know, I use one of those people because I counsel them like, why do they always want to go back? Tell me what happened to you when you were a child. I recognize that's being a child is your first exposure of how to handle conflict how to handle disappointment and how to handle, you know, um, success too. It can be handled wrong. And we can think of many people that have done that. So the behaviors, the pattern from childhood, if not tweaked or taught properly, can become who you are as an adult. So I wanted to go do my own journey because... I want to be my own counselor, not, well, disclaimer right now, disclaimer, disclaimer, <laughs> I am not a counselor. Being my own counseling, that's because I have not been diagnosed with any kind of mental illness, if not any mental illness in my family. I am currently not in crisis. I do have the choice to be my own counseling. So that's why I'm saying that. If you're in a position where you are not, you know, right mind or you've been diagnosed, please seek professional counseling. That's the disclaimer, right? Because mental illness is real, real thing. So don't play around with it. If you've done the work for yourself and you're not getting better, seek professional counseling, definitely. But I am not in that position. I just wanted to go inward for my own self-being to continue to progress because I held myself back for a very long time not accepting the fact that I wanted to be an educator and I love it and I could do it in my sleep and it's come simple to me. I don't want to use the word easy. 
And I didn't want to accept the calling that I'm here to usher in a movement where the society and the world love and appreciate educators because we love and appreciate what we do. We are one of a kind. I'm talking to the educator that is ordained to be a teacher that can't see themselves doing nothing else in the world. And they are really great at it. You have made some excellent impact in society in the world. You are the one that I'm talking to. So I'm one of those and I didn't want to be one of those. I wanted to be a business person because that's where the money is. I wanted to be a doctor because that's what the money is. I wanted to be an engineer because that's where the money is. I've never heard none of these people begging unions or government or none of them for money. But we consistently see teachers begging for money and they're trying to figure out all kinds of ways not to get, not to pay us. So that was one of the reasons that I didn't want to be a teacher because I didn't want to have financial issues and because I have big aspiration and I like to live in a big world and do whatever I wanted to do because I have the skilled, because I'm skilled, I could do those things. But God kept bringing me back to education. It's no matter what I do, I came back to education. Everything I try, I got back to education. Everything I've done failed because my calling was in education. When I submit to God, Everything fell into place. Another benefit for me from submitting to God, to, to the calling where my heart is pulled. Today is Friday. I don't want to stay here too long. And I just wanted to, to wrap it up and come back from yesterday and said, after I submit, I find the answer that I was stuck for two days. I just asked one simple question to um, someone and he sent me the direction in the picture, in the video. Within half an hour, it was fixed and wasted all this time, you know, creating anxiety and overwhelmness, worrying about it. And it's just done to me to just ask somebody random. It wasn't even someone that's part of the summit. It was just, I was stuck and I said, well, who can I ask? I said, well, let me ask this gentleman right here. And I did. Thank God I listened to the spirit and I got the answer within half an hour. I was able to fix my problems and I moved on. So have a good weekend. I will come back on again on Monday because, you know, this is from Monday to Friday because I want to teach educators that, that we're in this community. We have to do it business hours as much as possible. The goal is to consistently find ways to cut things off your teaching schedule to get your weekends. You are very valuable. That's your time to rejuvenate, to reconnect with something other than teaching so you could be excited about teaching. You know, walk on nature, walk with, I don't care what you do with your time. Sleep in that big and binge out. What is yours to do with whatever your heart desires? But when the opportunity comes to submit to the process, submit to the process. Have a good weekend.